0: So why do you want to learn a new language? I'll tell you why. Because donde esta el baño can be a very important question at times. You know, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. Fast track your language acquisition with immersive lessons designed to teach you to pick up languages in a natural way. I love the fact that I can go from my laptop to my phone to pretty much
1: Star Talk, your place in the universe where science and pop culture collide. Star Talk begins right now. This is Star Talk. I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson, your host, your personal astrophysicist. I serve as director of New York City's Hayden Planetarium at the American Museum
0: of Natural History. And today I've got my co host, Chuck Nice. Yes. Chucky, baby. How are you, Neil? Good, uh, good. By the way, I serve as patron of the. Planet. <laughs> okay. You are the director. I'm a guy who pays to go there. Pay trun. Pay That's right. Uh, so,
1: uh, this is actually a, a, a first of a kind show that we're going to do. Yeah. Uh, we're going to think about predictions that people have made for. 2018. Yes, and I'm not a good predictor of things. People know this.
0: Well, so, so those who know know this. Uh, I am not a good predictor of things either. I used Bitcoin to buy Burger King. So, and I don't mean the stock. I mean an actual Burger King meal. So, uh, no, so I, so my
1: my famous non prediction. I I said this like a 100 times on the air. Mm I'm going to say it again because this show is about predictions. Yeah. Right? Okay. So I'm old enough to remember Star Trek in first run. Okay. 1967. That's Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. Right. Lieutenant Ohura. All of them. Right. All of them. And that was the future. This is the mid 60s. We're going to the moon, and here's a show about the future. Right. I was all there. Remember Jetsons was the cartoon? Absolutely. So everybody was thinking about tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And there they had warp drives and photon torpedoes and, you know, uh, the early stun guns, basically. The, put the phaser on stun, all of this. And I said, yeah, all that's going to happen. And they had machines that food just came out of the wall? Way. Okay. how the way, that exists today. Well, 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 I'm saying, okay, I accept all of that. What I would not accept is that the door knew you were walking up to it and just opened for you. I said that'll never happen, not in (laughs) centuries, (laughs) never. I was so cool
0: with warp drives and 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 transporter rooms, but not automatic doors. How
1: did the door know you were coming up to the
0: door? How was it going to know? Yeah, well, yeah. uh, I'm going to say that I I am eight years old. How's it going to (laughs) know? Magic. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, at an eight year old, I could see it's like uh, yeah, like that. That would look like. There was no, I didn't see, and in Star Trek, I didn't see any sensors at the right. door. That which they didn't have. It The door just knew. The door just knew. Right.
1: Yeah. And so the first doors that we had that opened when you walked up to them, it was a pad that you stepped
0: on at grocery stores. Right. And that opened the door. I remember those. They. Right. And now they have, of course, the actual sensors. Right, that, right. They're the same sensors. Yeah. What I like most about uh, um, Star Trek... and well, but Because I looked for pads that they were stepping on. Yeah, on they pads. weren't there, no. Right. So here's what I didn't... Uh, and it turns
1: out there's actually two people looking through the peephole and pulling the doors aside.
0: Oh, my God. If that's that's the that works actual the future, how it worked? That's actually how they did it, yeah. That'd be funny if that's actually how they did it on the USS Enterprise, too. Just two dudes <laughs> who that's their whole job is to open the sliding doors. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, so you don't make predictions. No,
1: I'm not a good... After that, after I got that wrong, I said, I'm just going to stop. Right. I predicted that would never
0: happen. And it's the only <laughs> thing that actually has ha- did happen, okay. right? So oh my God, that's re- the opposite. So you just reminded me of in 2000, was it eight? I think it might have been 2008 or not. Two thousand seven or eight, I'm not sure. Seven or somewhere. Anyway, these people come to me and they go, "Hey, there's this thing. It's uh, it basically uses SMS uh, technology. It's 140 characters, and you write things, and then people, you know, uh, uh, become a part of your community, and you communicate this way. And they were like, "Would you like to make uh, a tweet? And I said. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. Good luck to you. Uh, And I got to admit, every day I'm on Twitter, I feel like an idiot. I feel like an absolute idiot. Yeah. And a friend of mine was like, yeah, there's this one guy. He has like 10,000 people who are like already with him. And he just tweets jokes. You should do that, man. And And, and you just said no. I was like, this is the dumbest Freaking thing I've ever so heard. So, why him. the two of us hosting this show? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the end of Star Talks. <laughs> thank you for joining sh- us. shortest episode of
1: Star Talk Predictors ever. <laughs> By the way, pre- just a quick thing about Twitter. Yeah. Uh, on Star Talk, we interviewed Biz Stone. Biz Stone, yeah. Biz Stone the, the, interviewed him. One of, he's well, a, one, one, one of the co- founders, right? Co founders. And, and then when you hear what was in his head
0: at the time he invented it, it's like, whoa, really? whoa, it you mean, was. You mean he didn't He didn't invent it so that people control one another right, and right, say so awful things? What it
1: was was you, you're there and there are birds in the park all doing their own thing and then something happens and they all fly away together and they flock. Right. And they stay in pattern. Right. And then something happens when they stop and they go back doing their own thing. Until Twitter, we did not have a flocking mechanism for the human species. Well, guess what? He he achieved his goal then. So what happens now, you can send out a tweet, let's all do this now. Then everybody does that now. Yep. You're individual until that moment. Yep. You are a coordinated mass during that moment, and then you go back to being an individual. It's a tremendous concept. And it's And who would have thought that we were absent this dimension? of what it is to be
0: alive. It's amazing. Yes. I mean, it's a, it's really... Fish flock. We're yep. vertebrates just like fish. That's right. Yeah. And, 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 we, and, we, don't and have, we didn't have that. But we have it now. The Arab Spring, as a matter of fact. Yeah, it's an a, example. It was an yeah, example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Man. That's why I love hanging out with you, man. <laughs> That's right. star talk. Star talk. All right, yeah. so before we get into the actual predictions... You've uh, got a list I, of... Where'd you get the predictions i got a list. From. So I've got a list from across different mediums and fans. We oh, got people, like regular people making predictions. And then predictions. you can comment on what you think about their predictions. I would be happy to react to a prediction, yes. I also have some predictions from uh, some of our other... Uh, Star Talk All Stars. Oh, Star Talk Family. And Star Talk Family. So, okay. Andy Weir, who of course you've interviewed a couple times and you're, the Martian you're friendly with, the author, Martian yeah, author. Yeah. Uh, Drew Pulley, who is the uh, producer of our Nat Geo yeah. show, the has Nat a Geo prediction. TV. Natalia Regan, who is a Star Talk All Star and primatologist. a primatologist. Yeah, yeah. And Seth so- Showstack who is yeah, the senior scientist at SETI? At SETI, the and, search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Good. Yeah, so let's so, do this. so we'll do that. But before we get into that, mm-hmm. I want to know since we are in the new year, looking back on last year, mm-hmm. what do you feel is the most significant uh either advancement or breakthrough um which would be discovery or um story. Any any, any one of those? Oh, it's trivial, it's easy. Easy? Easy. What? The total solar eclipse. Get out. Yes. But wait a minute. Didn't I hear you say to me personally that total solar eclipses happen all the time? So how can that be the most significant story in 2017? It's going to happen again in 2018. And how? Are you done? Explain yourself, sir. Are you done? <laughs> okay, I'm quite finished.
1: So, <laughs> the moon's shadow touched Earth in the Pacific Ocean.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Moving
1: east very fast. Moving east very fast. At basically the speed of its orbit around the Earth minus Earth rotation speed. So it comes out to about eight hundred miles an hour. Okay. Plus or minus. Okay. So there it goes. It landfalls in Oregon. Correct. Crosses the continental United States. Yes. Hits the Atlantic Ocean off the coast of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Continues in the Atlantic Ocean and the shadow then leaves Earth and returns to space from whence it came. That shadow, that total solar eclipse shadow, touched no other municipality in the world other than the United States ter- territory. Correct. It was America's eclipse.
0: America.
1: <laughs> <laughs> am right. A. B, the United States is crisscrossed with roads, and we own two cars per person, or whatever the number is. Yeah, exactly. All right, so... 220, last I checked, 220 million people lived within a day's car drive of the path of of totality. It may have been the most watched eclipse in the history of the world.
0: Wow. Because
1: of the mobility of Americans across our entire continent, coast to coast. So not only that, everybody was talking about the eclipse. That's true.
0: Now you couldn't go anywhere without hearing
1: about it. Nobody over that time, and I tweeted this, nobody was in denial of the science behind the eclipse mm. science denialism like took a was, was took a vacation that right. that right. Th- those months the lead up in, onto the total solar eclipse itself mm-hmm. everybody wanted to find a scientist to help them learn how to look at it how to record it how to photograph it so I think science the the the, the luster of science. <sighs> Restored a few notches, if we measure it that way. I got you. Uh, because of that eclipse, at least in in the United States.
0: So the significance it was, became an event. Uh, the event. Uh, the and the events was— Right.
1: Right. Events matter into in pop culture today.
0: Oh, big time.
1: And yeah. so that was an event.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna. All right. So, you, so you you gonna stick with that over gravity waves. Um. Uh, no uh, gravitational uh, waves. love me some gravity waves. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I I'm, I'm, I'm talking about really, the the pulsar crash. The pulsar. Oh, I'm talking yeah. Talking about that's the a good pulsar one. crash. Oh, not so not, the, not the original. My man
1: is fluent. My man reads his <laughs> weekly
0: reader. I have no choice now. <laughs> I did guess. I did I hear you subscribe to physics physics.org? Yes, I did. physics.org. I, listen, man. When first of all, here's what I am, I, know. I am I am I feel the love. You should. <laughs> Because you are responsible for that, to be honest. Chuck, when someone says, "I feel in love," you don't say, "You should."
1: That's, that is not <laughs> oh, that's not the proper <laughs> that's response. No, <laughs> oh,
0: no. I mean, uh, clearly. Uh, well, here's the one thing. Uh, um, like I, I've told you this, I don't like feeling stupid. Oh, is that one. <laughs> but no. But more importantly, I have uh, after many years of working with you, I know that uh, if you don't know what you're talking about. You have very little patience for people who don't know what they're talking about. No, no, no. Th- let me be clear.
1: If you don't know what you're talking about, and, and know, and know you don't know what you're talking about, and that's what that, I'm talking. No, about. That's, that's different. That's, no, no, that's, I'm
0: not talking about that. Right, right You're not talking about that. I'm that's just somebody who doesn't that. know. Right, and, so that's and somebody and who I'm doesn't. An know. Educator. That's ignorance. But ignorance if, is okay. It, Stupidity it, is not. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: If you don't know what you're talking about. And if you don't know what you're talking about, and you think you know what you're talking about, and you put in a little aggression, it, oh, I, yeah, I have no...
0: No patience. Oh, right.
1: Oh, that's when all the stuff... Right, oh, just back... The, right. Back
0: up. So I still don't know what I'm talking about, but at least I know what the subject is. Can I tell you my first encounter with someone who thought he knew what he was talking about and didn't? Oh, please Okay. Do.
1: I'm a freshman... No, I'm a sophomore in college. Okay. This is at Harvard. Okay. There is a student there who's a senior. All right. Okay. A Harvard student. All oh, right. So these are learned people. Yes. The tops of their class. Okay. Okay. We're talking about the element mercury. Okay. And I and I forgot how this came up, and so I said, uh, "So mercury, one it conducts electricity. It's a metal." Right. And he said, "It's not a metal. It's a liquid."
0: Whoa. And it was like. Oh my gosh. And 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 then you were like oh, uh and I said community college called they want you back. <laughs> <laughs> and no disrespect to anybody oh, who does community college. Wow. Oh.
1: So I said even at Harvard, they're idiots. Right. Wow. The idiot for thinking he knew what he was talking about. Right. Not for just saying, Oh, I didn't know it can be both. Right. That's what he should have said. Exactly. Okay. He was he was pre-law, by the way. So oh well, there you have it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Yeah, seriously. Right. So I'm just. I got you. You want another one? Just another quick one. Please do. I know it's. It had nothing to do with the topic Who cares? of the show. It's interesting. <laughs> okay. I'm, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So I'm, now I'm freshman year. I am at a at a diner, basically a diner. Go so ahead. I'm in the diner, and had breakfast okay. with a friend of mine. We ordered exactly the same food. All right. Okay. Uh, The bill came, a single bill for both of us, and it was an odd number. But we ordered exactly the same food. Anything times two has Has to be be an even even. number.
0: Oh my God.
1: So I looked at what the tax was, Mm -hmm. and I said, okay, if they bill us separately, then we save a penny. Okay.
0: Uh-oh, you were that guy? Because
1: <laughs> this rounded up. Right. So I said, uh, I called the server over. Back then, they were called waiter and waitresses. That's true. Actually, it was a waiter. And I, I called the waiter back, and I said, I would like these separate checks. And he said, why? And I said, oh, because it will come out less than if you give me one check. And he says, no, it, no, won't. it won't. The comput- the, 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 ca- the cash register does this. The computer does it. And I said, you just do that, you will see. And he says, uh, "No, I can't read it." And I said, "Just do, just do that." And then the guy gets on the microphone. Uh, manager, come out here. We have trouble.
0: Oh, brother,
1: trouble. trouble. Okay, so now watch. So it's, they said, the, "You know, do that up." In, so we take the bill up to the cash register, and I said, "I'd like to pay these separately, please." He said, "But it's going to be the same." And I said, no, it's not going to be the same. And I'm holding up the line. And people behind me, other Harvard students, said slightly loud enough for me to hear. There might have been like a, in the day, this is many years ago. Mm -hmm. And this is like Boston. So this is like,
0: it could have been a racial dimension. No, I was to gonna it. say, uh, not could have been, it's Boston. Okay, it's Boston. Yeah, it was it's racist. Cambridge. Right, right. right okay. now, there are people listening to us in Boston going, no, 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 it was racist. <laughs> no.
1: So one of them says he obviously doesn't know the distributive properties of multiplication.
0: <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Okay. So Okay, see now now wait a minute. It's okay, so... just got real. Okay, okay, so now watch. So so at the, this, you know how this ended? No. No one agreed
1: with me that it would be. And he just gave me the penny out of the out of the out of the cash register, and that was it. So the guy behind me thinks I'm a math idiot when he's the
0: idiot. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Uh, Apparently, he doesn't know the (laughs) distributive properties of multiplication. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Clearly, clearly, you're a Negro. (laughs) Clearly. Not sure what your problem is, sir.
1: So, <laughs> so I was just intrigued that two people can order exactly the same thing and there's an odd number of pennies in the bill. Right. Anyhow, so so it, clearly what happened there, it rounded up when you added of the course, two together. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. And so I didn't want to pay that extra penny but, 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 in principle.
0: Yeah, no, that's a great story, man.
1: I, I know it's, it sounds petty, but— Oh, no, it's petty, but, what, but it's a great story. I don't mind <laughs> being treated annoyingly for saying something petty. Right,
0: My, I'm reacting to the fact that people thought I didn't know what I was talking exactly. about. Exactly, and that's that's what I was going to say. It's 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 really not petty in that this when when you know you're right and people are looking at you like, oh, dude, what an idiot, and you're like, wait a minute, I'm the idiot, and I know I'm right. You know, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I, I I would have preferred people
1: just annoyed. They agreed because they did the math correctly. Right, and they were just annoyed that I was holding up
0: the line. I can't believe we're out of time for this segment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when Star Talk, what's the show about again? Oh, oh, man. the predictions. 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 Dude, but let me tell you something, that, worth it. I'm okay. sorry. I don't All care right. if we're out of time on this segment. This was worth it. All right, when Star Talk returns, we will get back to what we promised
1: we would talk about. These are people's predictions for 2018 and my reactions to them. We're back on Star Talk, our future predictions, as are all predictions. Future <laughs> predictions for 2018. We solicited predictions from our fan base yes, we and did. some in the Star Talk family.
0: Yes, we did. Uh, but
1: we just came out of a segment where you just had me railing
0: on I about people about people that, who thought they're not stupid, but they actually are and thought I was stupid. And guess what? That was an awesome segment that quite frankly that had nothing to do with this topic I don't care it was so enjoyable I could do a whole show on Neil at Harvard okay just you and Harvard stories I could do an entire show on that I don't care do you want another one okay I would in, like another one I'm in one. middle school okay back then they called it junior I, I high school I didn't want to go that that far <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like, and I, I like timekeeping no, devices. Wait a minute, say this again. Now
1: you're in middle middle school, school. and what? I like timekeeping devices. Oh, okay, okay. So not just any watch, but a watch that would have dials and a stopwatch, mm-hmm. and you know, tachometers, this sort of just complicated right. time. And and historically, astronomers basically invented timekeeping. All right, methods. That right? makes sense. Yeah. That's why all the basic units of time are based on astronomical phenomena. Makes sense. A day, a right. year, right. a month, months. This is how you get that. Right. Okay, so it's it's culturally in my field, and I've known I've loved the universe since age nine. Okay, so I'm in there. So middle school, a minute. And now you've known since you were nine. When did you come out of the closet? Uh, Eleven. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. It took me two years to, to
0: go public. Basically, on that. Like, mom, yeah. dad. There's something I want to tell you. <laughs> I'm an astrophysicist. <laughs> Son, I don't care what you where are. have we we done love wrong? You. No, no. Where have we gone wrong? What, my father's what? a
1: sociologist working for Mayor Lindsay in the Civil Rights Movement. That is correct. I know that. I knew and, that. And my mother would later go back to school and become a gerontologist. These are people caring people. Right. And, yeah. And there's are about like social activism social and, and
0: making change, making the That's world right. a better place for people who are. Powerless. And then here you come along, I want to just keep looking up <laughs> at the astrophysics of the universe. <laughs> That's hilarious. Where have we gone wrong? <laughs> so you knew you wanted to be uh, okay. the universe, so, so I had, and you, so I there's timekeeping things. So I, so
1: I walk dogs for a living, 50 cents per walk per dog, That and they get walked two or three times a day. In okay. the golden age of dog walking, before you had to... Pooper scoop them. Right. Okay. I didn't even know it was a golden age, but it was because I didn't have to do it. I'm going to call it more of a brownish age than the (laughs) golden age. (laughs) (laughs) And back then, I was very good at knowing where my foot landed in the sidewalk. Right. Okay. The worst kind of incident would be a big pile of freshly laid poop. You know it. And you step in it and it's kinda slippery. Yes. If you stepped and then slipped oh. forward and then you fell backwards oh. into it. So it was on the bottom of your foot and on your butt. Oh Yeah, yeah. That was a that was the double poop whammy. <laughs> the double poop whammy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyhow. So uh, so I had money to buy these watches. So I had several watches. Mm-hmm. And one of them was particularly complicated. All right. And and the the sweep secondhand, people don't even remember what that is. The thing right. to keep That's track the tick, of tick, seconds. Tick, tick, 60 minutes, the TV show. It's the tick, 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 Yeah, tick, the tick. ticking part. That's the sweeping second the hand. Sweep secondhand. The uh, sweeping second hand. that fell off. Okay, so it needs to be put back on and okay. maybe sort of glued back in. So I took it to the neighborhood jeweler, mm-hmm. uh, you know, jewelry shop. And I say, I'd like to have this fixed. And again remember I see just see the world as the world is. I don't see the world as the world sees me. I'm just looking out of my Right. This is your frame windows. of reference. I'm just looking it's out of how my window, okay? Right. I have a watch, there's a jeweler. I go, "Take it in." And by the way, I bought this watch at Macy's. Okay. Okay. And so I take it in and I so I'd like this repaired. And he looks at the watch, looks up at me, looks down at the watch, looks back up at me. And then he says, oh, I don't have the key to open this. And I said, oh, uh, okay, it just looks like a, a hex right. thing in the back here. And he says, anyway, this watch is stolen. I said, wow, I wonder how he would know that was stolen. Was it stolen off a truck and then sold to Macy's? I'm trying to
0: right. think. You're trying, I'm, I'm to, trying to rationalize, rationalize his Thoughts of oh. the watch being stolen. Completely bigoted, prejudiced man. Right. That I'm not
1: even thinking that this is what he is. Right. Right. No. He's, Why would you? He sees a black
0: fourteen year old kid with a nice watch. With a nice watch. Right. It is stolen. Little does he know you slipped in a lot of shit to get that watch. <laughs> I just learned how to walk. <laughs> how to tiptoe through the no. tulips. So so it was just the I
1: just the relationship with society. Right. My view of society was just so different from society's view of me. That's all. Right. Oh, I absolutely. And so I, there I am. And I don't. I don't want to call it naivete. I knew people could be that way. I'm just kind of giving people the benefit of the doubt that they're not that way. Oh yeah. And then when I see, because my parents told me about how people can can act. Right. You know. Right. I was very well trained. Yeah. I, and how I should act. And I'm if I'm stopped
0: by the cops. Well, that's a story. That I mean, not, that's, that's... let me
1: quickly reach into the glove compartment to show
0: you. Right, exactly. <laughs> you don't do that. Anyway, can we do predictions now? Please? All right, let's do predictions. All right, here we go. go. Our first prediction. Can we go audio wise, please? Um, let's go with Andy Weir. Andy Weir. Andy Weir has a prediction, and we would like you to. This react is for to Star Talk. It. This okay. is our first Star
1: Talk. Solicited just for Star Talk. What's Andy Weir's prediction? Hello,
2: Star Talk. This is Andy Weir, author of The Martian and Artemis. Currently, the cheapest way to get mass into low Earth orbit is to buy space on a SpaceX Falcon 9 booster. The price works out to be about $2,700 per kilogram. I predict that in 2018, there will be at least one commercial space launch where the price per kilogram to low Earth orbit is $2,200 per kilogram or less.
1: That, how much more specific. Can I was gonna say
0: that's a prediction that I mean you can't I mean and actually who's gonna be flying the rocket? Did you did you predict that? <laughs> no, 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 too, no, Andy? no. These
1: are these are these are un. un yeah, they're unmanned uncrewed. Uncrewed, is that what they call Crude. it? crew, This right. is the gender neutral right. get oh. with the program, dude. I'm sorry, man. Right? I didn't realize Just, that there, I didn't know, that, know this about you I you, did
0: not know this about myself either. <laughs> Well, clearly, I'm a sexist. Uh, it's right. un, it's no longer unmanned. unmanned. It's, it's uncrewed.
1: It's the crew. Okay, it's the crew of the vessel. I so, so what he's he's talking about this arc of the dropping of the cost. He mentioned kilograms. The the the, the common number we think of is ten thousand dollars per, per pound. Per pound, right? To put a, a anything, a pound of anything, mm. the excess fat on your belly and butt as an astronaut is costing ten thousand dollars a pound. Wow. If we take off that fat, we can put extra payload of an experiment or something. So
0: generally astronauts are slender, okay? I would so wait, I would so gain weight just to oof, just to be more expensive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so so SpaceX, their big mission in life is not so much a mission to Mars as a mission to drop. Uh, yes, they want to go to Mars, but their big role on the landscape is to drop the the cost of access to space. Right. So I, I could go with that. That, that would drop now, from $2,700 $2, $2, to 2200 per kilogram. And by way, that's way less than the $10,000 per pound. It costs NASA to get something into orbit. Okay. So SpaceX, it's already cheaper. Kilogram is like 2.2 Two pounds. pounds. Right. And so, yeah,
0: so we're already a factor of 10. All right. So now, here, here's here's what thousand dollars a pound. How do you get the cost to come down? Is it like how do we do it? Volume or like how do you bring the cost down?
1: The, co- the cost of making the spaceship and launching it has to come down. I got okay. You. So it could and be efficiency the of assembly line. Down. It could right. be okay. a, a vol- scale. Right. It could be reusability, so you don't have to make it again. Right. So
0: all so of So all comes, along, comes... all along the process, whatever you do to Correct. make it cheaper, everything causes the payload cost to become cheaper. Per pound, yes. Per pound, yes. Yes. That's what I'm saying. To orbit, yes. Right. Yes.
1: All right. So, yeah, I'll give it to him. I'm I'm not going to argue with that. He didn't say down to, like, free, right? He just said 2,700 pounds, I mean, uh, dollars to 20... Two hundred dollars.
0: Well, thank you, Andy Weir, (laughs) and your marginally aggressive (laughs) prediction. Wow. Uh, Okay. All right. He's. You know, he his predictions are like my New Year's resolutions. You know, people are like, "Do you have a New Year's resolution?" Yes, I resolve to eat more cookies. Like you know. Oh, oh, yeah. And then I know resolution is always less of something you like. Right. That's what I'm saying. I want to eat more chocolate. I'm going to eat more cookies. That's what I said. I'm going to drink more wine. Um, By the way, I'm winning. (laughs) you are satisfying that's right All right, let's go to one of our um, uh, one of our listeners Mm -hmm. and this is Amanda Lehman and she's coming to us through Patreon and she says we will get closer Patreon because they kissed ass to get in the front of the list oh absolutely Patreon that you give us money we will do anything (laughs) <laughs> what he means is we will put you at the top of the Q&A list. You know, that, okay, go. That's, that's part of it. Uh, what does she want? Amanda Lehman would like to know this, uh, or wants to say this and wants to know what you think about it. We will get closer to understanding faster space travel. So... I think, first of all, that's a huge space or area. Yeah. Let me, that's a let huge area. Let me area. take the part of that area that makes
1: sense to me Okay, in that prediction. All right. That we will understand better, not so much what fast travel is like, what, what for long duration travel is like, mm. and what its effect would be on the human being? Do mm-hmm. you grow plants right. using sunlight? Do you can you artificially grow proteins to make meat? We had a whole show on that. Right. If you want a steak one night, because you're not bringing a cow on board no. the spaceship. No, okay. Put,
0: put a fat cartridge in a uh, in a printer. <laughs> and and print print out print, a steak.
1: Print out some fat molecules. Right. Put it in with the protein molecules. There you go. So you get the marbled meat. So 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 yes, we are learning. Rapidly, what that requires and what effects it would have on our body, what new innovations in food, mm-hmm. as well as uh, not only what the food is, but how you preserve it. So, and long duration flight, how do you shield against cosmic rays and other right. deadly uh, radiation? So, yes, we will make leaps and bounds for sure in 2018. Gotcha.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, Amanda. Uh, so Neil pretty much agrees with you. Well, for for, yeah, for just space travel, for as space a, as travel. A thing,
1: Right. As an activity. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's Let's uh, let's get into another one. This is uh, Jeffrey Ty mm-hmm. from Facebook says, Neil deGrasse Tyson will announce his run for presidency. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now, first of all, <laughs> here's the way this works though. Okay. At this point, in the show, I now ask you if you have any political aspirations. Uh, would you indeed consider a run for president or even being a part of a ticket? No. Now, the fact that you said that— There's no follow-on. I just said no. No. The fact that you said that means that you indeed do have political aspirations because that is how the game is played. You ask the person, are they running for President, and they say no, I'm not. Okay, which means I am definitely running for president.
1: Okay, so so and had my answer been yes, then you run for president. <laughs> <laughs> Trial by ordeal. Hey, there you go. But if you drown, <laughs> there you go. It's like it's like finding out if somebody's if you a drown witch. and sink. Right. the <laughs> devil took you, <laughs> if you drown and float, you're
0: you're innocent. There you go. You're dead both ways. That's right. I say, it, no, but that's how the political game works. It's like being an alcoholic. If you say, are you an alcoholic? No. Well, then you're in denial. <laughs> are you an alcoholic? Yes. Okay, you need some help. <laughs> so, either way. Okay, so uh, let me get a little philosophical on you here. Please do. Uh, do you know about Cincinnatus? Okay, is that like a bizarro version of Cincinnati? <laughs> the... Person
1: after whom Cincinnati is named. Oh no,
0: I don't know Cincinnati. He was called to
1: leadership. I think even uh, uh, like God, you a are Caesar. So full of so much. No, no, I learned this recently. I mean, I mean, no, seriously.
0: but I did. I, I learned this recently. What the frick? Don't you well, so watch? Know? Okay, Cincinnati. He
1: he was like a regular guy. Okay, and he got called to serve. Okay and then he served. All right. I forgot, as, as some high-ranking person, okay? All right. In, in Greece. Okay. And ancient Greece, of course. And then when he was done, there were all these opportunities available to him for having achieved such high office. He says, no, I'm going back to the farm, okay. and I'm going to be exactly who I was before, before I served. This is a principle that was adopted by George Washington. That is true. Who was also another reluctant leader? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Washington was offered the king of America. Yes. He said, "No, that's not how this is supposed to work. We just left the king. We just want to battle, try to get the hell out of a kingdom." Okay. And he went back to being a private citizen. And so, I'm intrigued. I'm 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 intrigued by the fact that there's so many people who want to be your politician. Right. Why do they want this power? What are they actually seeking? And so maybe power should only ever be given to people who don't want it. Like, like, because maybe they are of pure spirit. Right. And the power is this dirty thing that they will wield only because they have to, not because they want to. And they have maybe they they might get sucked in. That can happen. Well, you know, power corrupts. Power can corrupt, but maybe not. Like like, is it Frodo in
0: in Lord of the Rings? That's who, right. Was who keeper of he the, was the keeper of the ring because he because was more resistant to its power to corrupt because it. he didn't want the ring. The the fact that he didn't want the ring was his power to resist the ring, and even so, he was he still fell and was susceptible to the lore of the ring itself. Right, right. So that's how powerful it is, actually is. Whereas so, most politicians are actually the opposite, running around going, precious, <laughs> precious. Is that what they sound like? Please do have my precious. <laughs> so
1: maybe we should re- rethink a political system where people not only seek power, but they attain power and then never want to give it up. So you don't get the sort of the diversity of view and thought that the actual electorate actually has. Wow. That's okay. So those are my reflections on that. But my answer is still no. Okay. It's no, because it implies you could just be a leader and everything is fine. I'm an educator, and I will educate you so that you can help you make a decision about who you want to put into office. Oh, my God.
0: Now that is what we
1: need. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. Then it doesn't, then... You don't have to go running after politicians beating up on people. Po- Look at how many people beating up on Donald Trump. Sixty million people voted for him. Right. Your gripe is not with Trump. Your gripe is with the sixty million people who wanted him to be president. That's if right. you don't like the president, right? It's about the electorate. It's always about it's the always electorate about the elect- in a democracy. Right. In exactly. a republic, we elect people to represent us,
0: and that's why we are called And, a and we always, com- always
1: complain about who they are. Right. So maybe the real complaint. It's about ourselves. Oh man! So
0: you better look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. All right. I don't mean go all philosophical on you. No, that was good stuff. We done ran out of time again, again, again. All right, but we got another. We segment. got like we one more segment. Got one we more got segment to knock them we, out, and we'll knock the whole out.
1: segment will be lightning round. Okay. On Star Talk, we'll be right back. This is Star Talk. We're back on our prediction segment for 2018. Mm-hmm. I didn't make any predictions because I am not I, nah, I'm not good at that. But we got them from others. So, Chuck, yes. we have uh, like an like in 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 Jeopardy, an audio Daily Double. We have some audio
0: predictions. Yes, we do who have do we audio have predictions. From? Let's go to uh, Drew Pulley. Who Drew Pulley, is, I know Drew Pulley. Hey, you know him. He's, he's an executive exec producer, producer,
1: co-executive producer of Star Talk on the National Geographic Channel. Correct. Yeah. and so he has an audio. By prediction? the way, you know what he told me? What that producing Star Talk is the funnest thing he's ever done. And you know what he's done before he did Star Talk?
0: Um, no, he
1: would like hang from helicopters filming things in Tibet. On assignment from National Geographic, Very this nice. guy was international producer, and now he just films me in my office talking to people. And he said that's the best thing he's ever done.
0: Well, I I'm, 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 mean, look at the comparison. It's like um, filming you in your office is a lot better than almost dying. <laughs> okay,
1: is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or freezing
1: on the exactly. In, okay, uh, so let's hear it. Hello, this is Drew Pulley, and I'm an executive producer for National Geographic. And I predict that 2018 will be the year of Chuck Nice. It'll all begin when a sophisticated North Korean computer hack reroutes Chuck's flight from Philly to Pyongyang. There, Chuck will be forced to perform a comedy routine for the Supreme Leader. But instead, Chuck will put him in a headlock and give him a purple nurple, bringing great shame to his honor. The video will go viral, generating over 900 million views on StarTalk All Access, only $4.99 per month. And so many of Chuck's fans will write him in on 2018 election ballots that Chuck will have no choice but to accept his new role as U.S. Senator. Congratulations,
0: Chuck. You're having the best 2018 ever. (laughs) Wow. Okay, I'm going to say that that was rather amusing. Wow. the only difference is that— uh, well,
1: well, so, so okay, Ho- holding aside the Korea part of that— That's, that's where yeah, I was going. Yeah, you yeah. know that's
0: exactly where I was going.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could still do a viral video. That could happen.
0: Right. You don't have to go to Korea for you to make a viral video. No, I can just go to um, uh, Dennis Rodman and, uh, you know, <laughs> who happens to be uh, Kim Jong-un's best friend. Right, buddy. Now. And he also has pierced nipples, so. <laughs> so, I said, I'd like to see a blowout year for Chuck— I I, yeah. I I say 2018, good the good year of the chuck. For chuck. All right, yes, All right. okay. You know that's that, the takeaway of that, okay. the year of the chuck, the year of the chuck. There All we right. go. I'll mm-hmm. take it. All right, let's go to our next audio with uh, Star Talk All Star and primatologist Natalia Regan. Natalia Regan, let's do it.
2: Hey, it's Natalia Reagan. I'm an anthropologist and Star Talk All-Star. And Neil, my prediction for 2018 is not Rise of Planet of the Apes, but Planet of the Macaques, the second most widely distributed primate in the world. I mean, these monkeys are smart, they can thrive anywhere, they're probably sick of our BS, and they sometimes use hot tubs. I kind of wish they would just take over. (sighs) Well, let's face it the octopuses are going to be the ones that do us in. But in all seriousness, I do think there's going to be a rise in better behavior in 2018 in terms of harassment. Thanks to the Me Too movement and the exposure sometimes quite literally of politicians and Hollywood folk, harassers are being taken to task. Their behavior is being called out and condemned. This behavior is no longer accepted by the group. And since cultural evolution happens a lot faster than biological evolution, and human behavior is extremely plastic, I'm hoping this trend of showing everyone respect continues into 2018 and beyond. What do you think? Can humans change that fast and so much? Happy holidays, and I'm wishing everyone a safe, prosperous, and kinder 2018.
1: That's a yeah. whole dissertation, that right was. there. Whoa, that was a lot. But but I like the anthropological analysis. Yes, right, because she's a primate anthropologist, basically. Correct. Right. And so so the idea that you can change a culture faster than you can change genetics, uh, I think, has great. Validity, there's great validity to that.
0: Uh, She's right, though. It it is easier to change a culture.
1: Yes, and history has shown. But what I think about is not so much that shift. I'm trying to think, I do this with my kids all the time because they're in this movement. They're like of the age, right? Late teens, early 20s. Absolutely. They're totally there and they see it. They're opinionated. Mm -hmm. Okay. In my generation, we're all just a bunch of, you know... Idiots. Idiots, right. So... I tell them, imagine something you're doing now that your kids will look upon you and your conduct way back in 2018 as being totally stupid idiotic. Right. That where you can't even, you don't even have a lens to notice that. Yep. And that'll just creep up on you. It's called Instagram. I'm joking. These are jokes. No, there are things. I think one of them will be in 20 years, people say, you actually killed an animal to eat meat. You didn't just grow it in the lab. Wow. Mm. You actually d- right yeah, that, yeah. You grow actually the right. drove, a car? You drove a car.
0: That's the
1: one. You couldn't drive 130 miles an hour because they relied on your reflexes. Yeah, yeah. What would you do after you drank alcohol? Right. How did you survive that?
0: Exactly. How
1: did your generation? So sur- I think these are the kind of conversations they're going to have.
0: That's uh, that's I, I'm yeah. gonna say that's very insightful. So
1: yeah. try not to take any one generation more seriously than the next one that will follow
0: it, right? Because we're all stupid. <laughs> that's exactly. There you go. All right. All right. Another audio daily one, double. Last yeah, one. A okay. uh, last audio daily double from mm-hmm. Seth Shostak.
1: Seth Shostak. Yes. Uh, it's, uh, a SETI search for extraterrestrial intelligence scientist. That's good. We got him. All right. Let's check him out.
2: Our solar system is about to recapture former glory by once again boasting of nine planets. Caltech astronomers Mike Brown and Konstantin Batygin have amassed clues that a world far larger than Earth is cruising the dark realms beyond Pluto. This object will be a planet no questions asked. Children will love the idea of a world like the fictional Medea perpetually in exile. Pluto may have had it coming, but stop crying. Its replacement will be coming in 2018.
0: So I'm trying to figure out what Tyler Perry has to do with this world planet. <laughs> 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 okay.
1: So, yeah, this it's called the uh it's a, a it's a planet very far out in the solar system. Mm-hmm. It's not even planet X. It's not even in the family.
0: Right. So it's just let's not be so, and this would be is, with this planet, is it beyond the Kuiper belt or the Kuiper belt or very be outer, beyond, outer, or just the outer 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 edges? Outer. Of. And
1: but it's big enough; no one's going to wonder whether this is a planet, right? If, if it's what we think it is, these two scientists.
0: And this is because of the uh, of uh, gravitational anomalies that we see in, in, on, other, on objects, other objects in the outer solar. System. So we have, so you back extrapolate
1: into it and say what would have to be there in order to have this effect on those objects? Gotcha. And you say it's got to be something this size at that distance. Gotcha. And there it is. So uh, good. I, I'm, I'm with it. Nine planets.
0: Nine planets. Yeah. Planet nine, planet X. It's all happening. All right. Okay. L- By let- the way, uh, Mike Brown,
1: one of the co-discoverers of this planet nine, mm-hmm. was the discoverer of the object that threw Pluto to vote was an object the size of Pluto or even a little bigger right. that no one was prepared to call a planet.
0: Right, and that made so us now, say, well, why are we calling then Pluto a planet? Then why are we calling Pluto planet? Right. So, that, so
1: he... He,
0: he taketh away, and then he giveth. Right. Yes. He gave us Planet Nine. and yeah. and A way better planet. Right. And uh, here's a response from Pluto. Hey, Mike, F you. Anyway, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> that really doesn't help Pluto at yeah. all. Uh, all right, let's go to- uh, So do lightning round. Lightning for yeah, all. Well, okay, from go. here, let's try to get through the rest mm-hmm. of the um, predictions, and you can respond to them. Okay, this is uh, Joachim Hansen from- Joachim. Oh, Joachim? All right. Sounds very- uh, very Donald Trump not letting you in this country. <laughs> Joaquin. <Well>, it was Javier. <laughs> okay. Uh, space mining is going to be a thing.
1: Ooh. Ooh. I say yes, but not 2018. Right. We, we, no. We, we just learned—we've landed on one comet. Right. And so we know how to do that, but we, can't, we don't have to go there, dig, dig it up, and then bring it down here and sell it. We ain't ready
0: for that yet. But it's a thing— but I think we'll get closer to it in 2018. So I'd give it that. And, wh- and what would that do to commodities markets? I mean, wouldn't that, like, seriously, if you landed on an, a- an asteroid that, was filled, with that gold, was filled with gold, and you bring it back, you would crash the gold market. Me- or maybe not. Oh. Maybe not. Oh, maybe you just sit on it. No, no.
1: You're assuming that the higher the price of something, the more valuable it
0: is. Well. N- Hold on. N- n- d- not, d- not necessarily. I ain't done yet. Okay.
1: I'm... I'm. So gold, let's call it $1,000 an ounce. All right. And I bring back as much gold as has ever been mined in the history of the world as we can easily find on asteroids. Absolutely. Then gold is $1 an ounce. Right. Okay? And at that price... We find more than a thousand more things to do with, with it. With gold. Yes. And now it shoots back up. No, 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 no. So it's not so much that it shoots back up. Right. It's that everybody wants it. Right. So, so the demand I used, itself. I used to sell you one ounce for a thousand dollars. Right. But now you want two thousand
0: ounce. You want two thousand ounces and you're gonna give me two thousand dollars. Gotcha. So it's see, I see say, so it's still the same. It, you're still making the same money. Just that no, you make more money. More money because because, because, the de- right.
1: because the demand is so high. I got you. Not
0: because you're doing the same thing as before, but you were doing more things. I'm I'm. Listen, you've convinced me. Do you okay. see how that works. Yeah, I got. I'm with you now. Okay. No, nope, you convinced me. And for
1: very useful things such as gold. That could happen. There you go.
0: I, and you know what? I was, I, I, I was, I was in disagreement. But that is a very compelling argument, right? And I, I don't know if I recited the math right on. No, it, it you got makes a sense. sense. It. it makes sense. You got a sense of it. Okay. All right, here we go. Good. All right, there you go. Let's move on to um, keep looking up. at Instagram says uh-huh. this. Um, that's somebody's Instagram handle. Yeah, that's somebody. Keep Ooh, looking up. Yeah, I'm go um, like a fan. Hey, uh, re- comedians are replaced by robots. Sorry, Chuck. All right, let's move <laughs> on. <laughs> no. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, that's what the person's way Okay. I, I thought it was funny. All right, here's John Marcus. We're running out of time. Okay, go. Uh, CERN discovers a new particle called karma. However, it doesn't actually do anything. <laughs> All right, he's being funny. But, but there could be quite a
1: likelihood. When you enter new energy regimes, yes. you'll always discover something new. Okay. Physics in modern times is about. In, in, in the physical sciences at all, it's about a bigger telescope to get more light than no other telescope has seen, a, a more energetic particle accelerator. And every time you do that, you're in a new place. Right. A new a new energetic place. You will discover things. Absolutely. It would be interesting if we found a particle that had no possible use to anybody. That would be interesting. That alone would be, wow, what do we do with that? Yeah. And that... maybe we're not, Or maybe we're not inventive enough to figure out how to use it at all. That no, that's a that's very that's a, yeah yeah I like it. Uh, a do you know the- americium element on the periodic table was discovered in America, hence it was called americium. Right. So like, well, what do you do with that? Turns out that was like at the dawn of smoke alarms, and it has properties that enable smoke alarms to work. Right. And so that, uh- that's why you don't see ads about flame retardant blankets anymore,
0: because mm-hmm. by the time your blankets are on fire. That's right. You're dead. The other thing it does is um it keeps football players from taking a knee. America. Anyway, um <laughs> <laughs> America, <okay. laughs> But in game of thrones to take a knee is the highest form of respect. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right, here's the last one, okay? And uh I, I don't want to end on this heavy one, but it right, it's we'll it's it. good. Here it is. Uh official Scaramani Wants to know this. It says, official Sam Karani. <laughs> that's, it's Karamani. It's Sam Karani. Okay. All right. Says this, science censorship will be a thing. Ooh. Okay. Uh, that's serious right there, man. If that happens, that is the beginning of the
1: end oh, of civilization. Seriously? Oh, yeah. That You should write a dystopic novel on that. Yeah. Yeah, the moment you start censoring science, which is our... Only pathway to objective truths in this world, right? I want to say it's the only. It is the best available to us that we've ever thought of. If you start censoring that, uh, it is civilization will collapse because then you b- start basing decisions on things that are not objectively true, and then civilization becomes whatever you want it to be, not what actual laws of nature constrain it to be, mm-hmm. and. You will learn that you cannot make it anything you want to be if what you want it to be conflicts with the laws of nature. So then it becomes just what you—it becomes your opinions, right? Well, the a, a, right. A government run on your opinions, and we know, we already have examples of those. They're called dictatorships. We're out of time, check. Oh, man. all right. Well, uh, thanks. Always good to have you here Always on good to Cosmic be. Queries. You've been listening and possibly even watching. Star talk. Chuck, always good to have you. Thank you. I've been your host, Neil deGrasse Tyson, your personal astrophysicist. As always, keep looking.